Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, folks, here it is, another day, another day to serve God and to walk with Him and to listen to God's Word. And so I'm going to share with you a familiar story from the Old Testament. And I know that you know this story because it's about Noah. You know, Noah listened to God, and Noah did what God said for many, many years until the flood came, and we know what happened then. And I want to share with you about that because there's some things we need to talk about, implications in life. And so would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all those that are listening. I pray you just touch our life. Lead them. God, just guide us. May we see your truth in the Word of God every day. You have so blessed us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, this is Genesis, and it's chapter 6, and I'm going to start with um, oh, verse 9, I believe. I mean, I could have started earlier than that, but I'm going to start at verse 9, then talk about some of the, these things, and just kind of wrap a little bit with you. And um, I want us to just understand how God thinks and what, what God uh, feels towards things. And so he says this, <clears throat> this is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man. He was blameless among the people in his time, and he walked with God. You know, I like that very first verse. He was a righteous man. He was a godly man. He was blameless among the people of his time. People couldn't find blame in his life. He lived an upright life, and he walked with God. What a great example then and a great example now. Can we really work towards being blameless but we and walk with God and allow God to lead us and open our heart's door and open our mind for God's truth. He wants to lead us. He wants people righteous like Noah. He wants people to avoid the very appearance of evil. But yet we dabble with it all the time. We play with evil. We play with sin. And we just try to justify it. It's time to get right before God and to be a righteous people. Verse 10 says, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. I always like those names. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Boy, after sin entered the world, it just went rampant. It just went crazy, kind of like what we see today. We see sin so visual all over, and we hear of people talking about programs and plans and things that are absolutely against the Word of God, totally foreign to God, sinning hugely. Is that such a word? <laughs> Before God. See, God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. They were, good. they were maybe doing some right things, but then they corrupted their ways. They allowed sin to enter in. And people of God, that's exactly what the enemy desires for all of us, to allow sin to enter in, to gradually creep in, to gradually cause us problems, and to gradually justify what we're doing. Over the years, I've had many people that have tried justifying their sexuality, justify why it was okay for them to uh, have premarital sex and this kind of thing. And and they, you know, well, we're going to get married someday. We get all these things. We justify them pretty soon. You, know, you have people in your church that are living together, and you think, 
man, what do I do? We don't want to kick them out of church, but you want them to see God's truth. You want them to, because the church is a hospital. We are there to witness and encourage these people. But sometimes we don't have a boldness. We just keep people letting people live that way. And so they think it's all right. So we've got to stand up for his truth. And if we've sinned, and we've all sinned, we've all fallen short, you know, we ask God to forgive us, and we move on, and God has forgiven us. You don't have to live in that sin forever. I hope you don't. I hope if you've sinned before God, and maybe is a sin that's very visual or whatever it might be, that you gave it to God, God forgives you. Now, I know people might say things. You might hear something because people are people. But God forgives you, and you can move on. God forgives all of us of all our sins, and I am so very grateful for that, and I know you are too. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all this, people. For the earth is filled with violence. Because of them, I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. He was he was frustrated. God is frustrated. I can't take this anymore. I created the earth. I had a great plan, and and I let the earth go. I let people live as they're to make choices, and they made terrible choices. So they're going to pay the consequences. I'm going to destroy the earth. We're going to start over again, folks. Can you imagine the reality of that? What if he said that today? What if he said that today and he said, okay, Christians, there'll be a few of you, you know, you that stand firm, I will save, but the rest of you, you're gone. So make yourself an ark of Cyprus, he said. Make rooms in it, coat it with pitch inside and out. You know why they do that, of course, to keep the water out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 450 feet long. Folks, do you know a football field is 300 feet long? So that's a football field and a half. Can you imagine the size of that? 75 feet wide and 45 feet tall. Make a roof for the, for it and finish the ark to within 18 inches of the top. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish but I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you, two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, of every kind of creature that moves along the ground and will come to you to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of flood, that is, uh, excuse me, flood, food that is to be eaten and stored away as food for you and for them. So what did Noah do? Bible says in verse 22, Noah did everything just as God had commanded him. Now, that was strange. That was really strange. Can you imagine? Can you imagine in the middle of nowhere, someone starting to build something as massive as that? Huge and, and without today's technology. That is unbelievable. A football field and a half long, 75 feet wide, 45 feet high, four stories high plus. And just no wonder it took hundred uh, over 100 years to build. You know, and, and can you imagine people walking by all those years just laughing and, and cutting up because it was such a silly thing. But Noah did what God asked him to do. And Noah did exactly, and God did exactly what he said he'd do. The Lord then said to Noah, go into the ark and you and your whole family because I have found you righteous 
in this generation. It said, you have lived above reproach. You have lived the right way. You have lived like I wanted you to live. Nobody else has, but you have. So take with you seven of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and two of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I've made. Folks, that is a heavy rain, 24 hours a day for 40 days, and the flood waters came and destroyed the entire earth. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Folks, that is a key verse. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Can we say that about ourselves? And Tom did all the Lord commanded him. Can I say that? I want to say that. I want to be able to live that way. Are you saying that? Oh, John, to do all God has commanded you. Oh, Nathel, do everything God has commanded you. Oh, Julie, do everything God has commanded you. Hey, Bill, God, do everything God has commanded you. Can we say that in our lives? Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters came on the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals of birds and all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded uh, to Noah. And after the seven days, the flood waters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the 17th day of the second month, February 17th would be my guess, on that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of heaven were opened, and rain fell on earth for 40 days and 40 nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every kind of wild animal according to the kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, every bird according to its time, everything with wings, pairs of all the creatures that have breath in life, then came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female, and every living thing as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. For forty days the flood kept coming to the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark above the earth. And boy, that had to be a lot of water to lift that huge ark up. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. Wow. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 20 feet. Every living thing that moved on the earth perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that that were on the earth and the mankind, all of mankind, everything on dry land that had the breath of life and nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. Folks, why? Why was it wiped out? It was wiped out because of sin. Because God, so much sin in the world was had taken over. And people of God, we've got to be careful because we are seeing that now. We are seeing sin rampant. Even in churches, they're preaching a gospel that's not a whole gospel. It's just a feel-good gospel instead of the gospel of truth. We've got to live upright lives. And, of course, we know that... Noah, it's flood stopped and the rest of the story, and there's a rainbow to remind us of that great time. And the earth built up people again, 
and it took off, and now we are where we are today. So anyway, I hope this is a reminder to you to be righteous before God and to walk with Him. Have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.